0: yeah it's josh williams here and welcome to the one man podcast episode number 52 for wednesday may 9 2018 welcome onesies how are you guys doing uh welcome listeners uh i know i've got listeners all over the place uh listeners who may be listening on itunes google play uh, some of you are watching it on Facebook as a video or on Twitter. Um, thanks guys for joining me. Um, just a reminder to anyone who may be watching on social media that this is also available on iTunes and Google play music, as well as you can get it at one man podcast.com. So feel free to, you know, find those other medium too. So if you're only watching it when you're stuck in front of your computer or streaming your data on your phone, you can get it other ways. Just a, a little reminder, something I never thought of before. And of course, as I find out more about the, uh, stats and uh and info and and whatnot the data that we get just thought i would mention that we have all sorts of things to talk about guys i survived a windstorm (laughs) uh here in ottawa a lot of us did um i also did some tastings i worked at the hot tubs place did some background acting all sorts of fun stuff this week uh fun fun stuff to get right into um on wednesday of last week guys i did um Oh, uh, actually, hold on. Did I do the podcast before or after I was at absolute? I think I did it beforehand. I could be wrong. All I know is last week I did two new jokes at absolute comedy. One of them I did, um, I must've done it beforehand. Cause I don't think I went all the way to the club and, uh, and then came home late and, and tried to do all that stuff. Anyways, regardless, I did two new jokes last week. I did a spot at absolute comedy on Tuesday night and on Wednesday night I did, uh, a new joke about, uh, <laughs> running. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of running. Uh, I think that goes without saying when you look at me, but just generally speaking in terms of, uh, forms of, of exercise and just general activities, running is not one I'm a big fan of. So I did a, a new joke about that. Uh, talked about some other stuff on Tuesday and then on Wednesday, I, uh, I actually, you know, went on stage and I talked a lot about some of the stuff that you guys have been listening to me talk about right here, uh, on the podcast, which is happiness, Um, and how just, uh, you know, the more and more I think about the concept of happiness and it being this, this, uh, as I call it, like finish line that you cross, you know, just one day you just, you know, I'm a happy person. Now I'm, I'm over here now. Um, it, it's, you know, it's caused me a lot of just, you know, anxious thoughts and things like that in my regular day-to-day life, but some of the thoughts were funny. So I thought, you know what, I'm doing a spot at absolute and I could completely bomb. I could have everyone turn on me as I basically go on stage and proclaim that I don't believe happiness is a real thing <laughs> that anyone can acquire. Um, you know, not, and I don't mean positivity and other things but just the idea that happiness is something that you get to and then that's just, that's it. Now you're just happy all the time. And now you just continue on with life with this, you know, this, this Cub Scout badge of happiness that you just wear every day. You're just a happy person, you know, all day, every day. Anyways, um, I can't get into the joke cause it's been something I've talked about. Like it, it sparked uh, a great conversation, uh, during the day I spoke with, uh, with my roommate Simon about the idea that I was going to be doing that joke and we got into a big conversation about it. I did the joke, um, on, on Wednesday night. And it actually went way better than I expected. I expected to go up and bomb for six minutes. Um, but I was like, I knew I had to, to just talk it out. I had to get in front of people and see what reactions were. And it actually went way, way better than I anticipated. Um, it didn't destroy or anything like that, but I got enough laughs to know that I was onto something. So good thing I'm writing, I'm getting on stage. I'm doing new material, brand new stuff that could go well or poorly. Um, that, that conversation went on into the green room after the fact, Hmm. Sorry I'm uh, having a bit of a scotch right now. Uh wet the whistle with a nice little Macallan uh, Amber. Uh delicious delicious scotch. Um but yeah, we we talked about it in the green room after the fact. Um you know, I actually after the show I I spoke with two uh two women who had been traveling the world. So after the show they were like, you know, uh are you serious with this happiness thing? Like are you have you really like are you just messing around? And I was like, "No, I like I'm really preoccupied lately with the notion of, of, of achieving happiness, you know, like I can be happy for a minute, you know, I can be, I can have a a sort of maybe a happy day, but I'm like, but I just don't, it's just that you're, you're happy. And that's the way you stay. Um, I'm like, that's, that seems difficult to me. And especially considering the, the way things were going. Cause I was like, you know, I've been chatting with you guys and I don't know, I'll just summarize. Maybe if I've got a brand new listener is, When my, uh, when my girlfriend and I, uh, split up before Christmas, like, you know, October or November, um, we had, you know, a a healthy conversation about how, like, you know, neither one of us really feels like we're happy and we need to find happiness in ourselves before we can be in a healthy relationship, which totally made sense a hundred percent to me. Um, but that, that's where my brain started to explore this notion of happiness. I'm like, that's, it's very valid. And I totally believe, you know, you can't love anybody else until you love yourself and things like that. But then I just kept trying to set goals. And, you know, of course the goal being like, oh, I gotta get, I gotta get happy. I gotta get to a place where I'm happy. And, uh, and that's where things sort of, you know, became very difficult and, and falling apart. Cause I was just like, how the fuck, how the fuck do you just be happy? You know, you can, you can be mindful. I'm reading books and stuff, but I'm like, but just the, the, the happiness always feels very fleeting. So I'm like, how do you get to a place where you're just happy and content, you know, all the time. And, um, and that seemed to not make sense to me because I was just kind of like the whole notion of being content is that you don't need anything. Right. And and I could be wrong. I, I as a matter of fact, I hope I'm wrong. I was even saying that in the joke, but I was just like, how do you, how do you get to a point? Cause the whole notion of contentment is like, I don't need anything else. I'm happy with what I have, which is great. Everyone should be so, I, I mean, lucky, I guess, but the whole nature of what I do being a comedian and, and wanting to, to be in a healthy, loving relationship again, and all sorts of other things like that, they kind of go against the notion of contentment because the whole idea is if you're content, then you don't really need anything else. You don't really want anything else. So for me, I'm like, well, in my career, in my art form, I always want to be growing. I always want to achieve. In fact, as a matter of fact, I've had conversations. Um, crystal as well. My, my ex is, um, uh, very creative as well. She's a photographer and she's, she's creative in many different things. And, and she also gets that whole thing. Like when you're a creative, I guess that's kind of what they call us people who just, you know, like to create in all forms. Um, when you're a creative, you're often not satisfied with your work. And I think that that's a, good thing. I know it sounds like it sucks to never be satisfied or content, but the idea is that 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 lack of satisfaction, that lack of of wanting to do better and to to make something better or to make the next project better or whatnot, that's the fuel that artists use to keep creating. You know, if you're just like, oh, that was great. Well, I guess I don't need to do that ever again. You know, there's a there's an old saying that's like says safe is dead. And and what that means, at least in my interpretation of it, is that as soon as you go, I don't need to do anything else, um, you know, I'm, I'm good with here's my body of work and I'm done. Then, then, then you're dead. You know what I mean? There's, there's nothing else for you to do. And, and, uh, you know, nobody just maintains, you have to keep growing and, and keep moving forward, which is a great thing. And again, my, my whole, like, I don't think happiness is placed. place. I don't mean, I don't I'm not I'm not attacking positivity. You can, you can not be happy and be a very positive person. I I strive to be that. Um, but the thing is just this whole notion of, of happiness also, you know, AKA contentment, I was just kind of like, am I ever going to get to a place where I just feel like, oh no, I'm I'm good, you know? Cause if I feel happy, I just feel like that drive goes away. And um, and that's what I said to you guys a few, you know, maybe an episode or two ago that I was like, you know, I've stopped stopped trying to achieve happiness and and worked more towards a, you know, being positive and mindful um in the pursuit of happiness. Cause I kind of feel like happiness is like the finish line. Once you get there, you're like, you don't need anything else. If I'm happy, what do I need another person in my life for? You know, what do I I need a relationship for? What do I need? You know, what do I need to keep striving in comedy for? Once I'm happy, aren't you done? And again, I'm not preaching. I'm telling you my understanding of this whole notion. I used a metaphor with one of the guys in the green room afterwards um, to just say like, You know, like, I feel like it's like heaven, right? There's all these people who are like, oh, heaven's an amazing place. And, and, you know, it's just, it's, it's the greatest and you got to get there. You're going to be so happy. And the thing is, it's like all these people are telling you how to get there, but I've never met anybody who's actually there. Like, I don't think I've ever met a truly happy person. I've got a few people in my life that come to mind. I don't want to single them out or anything like that, but people who are, I feel generally content and it's, it's funny well, it's not funny. And I guess maybe there's another reason I don't want to name them. And I hadn't thought of this until just now is that I would never in a million years want their life. Um, There's nothing wrong with it. In fact, there are times where I'm envious of it, but the truth of the matter is I see people who have just the sort of regular, you know, um, you know what different strokes for different people. I fucking hate tomatoes. Some people love them. Um, So I don't want to come across as judgmental because I really truly don't, feel any kind of judgment towards, like I said, envious at times, but it's just one of those, like, I want, I want what my goals are. I want to keep creating comedy and, and, and my art and, and being a creative. And I think that that lack of contentment is what keeps me going is not being satisfied with what I've done, you know, and I don't mean not being like, you know, happy with a, with a job. Like I, there's lots of times I'm like, Oh, that was good, but I, I want to do better. I'm not content with that and go, Oh, that's, you know, that's good enough. I like, it's never good enough. It's got to, you know, you keep working, keep growing, whatever. I'm all over the map. But what I'm trying to say is that that's the thought in my head is in terms of setting goals to get to a certain, you know, mental state or mindfulness or whatever it is, I feel like it's very difficult for me to go, well, I just got to get happy. And then I can start going after the things that I want. So I've been playing around these notions and that's where the whole thing of this joke came from is there's funny parts of it to me. But at the same time, like I said, like heaven, I don't know anyone who's happy. I don't think I do. I know people who are, you know, content and very positive, but I don't know anyone who I think is just truly happy top to bottom. And, uh, you know, and, and that's where I think it's like heaven where it's like, everybody talks with this place. Like it's there for sure, you know, and, uh, and some people are pretty positive that they're going to get there, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I don't know anyone who's ever been there. You know, everyone tells you how to get there, but I don't know anyone who's ever been there. And, um, and at the end of the day, I don't even know if it's a a real place. So that's kind of where, where I'm at for it. Um, I hope it is. I really, really hope it is. Um, and I, am going to work hard to get there. (laughs) Happiness that is. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, I, I, remember after the show, I was talking with these two, uh, these two ladies who apparently just got back from the Himalayas where they were, um, they were, we were actually with monks Trying to like learn meditations and learn happiness and how to get closer. So again, like these monks who live in the fucking Himalayas are, um, they're working on mindfulness and, and achieving true happiness and stuff like that. And it's like vows of silence and spending years to just try to, you know, uh, work inwards, which is what we all should be doing truthfully, right. Is to, to, to work your way inward and see where you can get. But mm, I find that interesting speaking with them. And I was kind of like, you know, at first i was like, oh, I've, just got back from the Himalayas where I was studying with monks. Well, they were uh, a lesbian couple. Um, just, uh, I don't know if that's super important or if you're not supposed to say that. But anyways, the point is they were a couple and uh, one of them was a yoga teacher and the other one was in uh, like tech, I guess, uh, computer sciences, whatever the fuck. I don't even, I was trying to think of what's that called nowadays, but they're in like, you know, computer development, IT development, shit like that. She's actually working for, uh, an AI program. She's designing, um, artificial intelligence. And I was, I was trying to figure out if I was supposed to kill her or not. Cause she's making Skynet. You know what I mean? Like, are you going to make the computers that kill us? Like, should I kill you now before it's too late? Um, so uh, I was chatting with them. So obviously one of them being a yoga instructor was like, I get the mindfulness and they were traveling the world. These are people who traveled all over the world. Uh, one of the girls was from Hungary. The other one was from uh, Syria. And we were just chatting, having different conversations about different types of mindfulness and the pursuit of happiness. And they were telling me about some of like the pitfalls that they've entered that have caused this way. And I was being very open about where I was coming from. Like, it was really cool to get into a vulnerable conversation where everybody's sort of just being real and honest. I really, really like that. Um, so, uh, chatting with them. And I remember too, like the, one of them was asking me, um, was saying how like she's she's traveled all over the world and has no real home. Like they have they they just recently moved to Canada, uh, to the East Coast. Um, we're visiting Ottawa for a little while, but she's like, we're brand new to there. Like I don't really feel like there's a place that's like home. Um and that's kind of weird to feel like you have no roots or whatever. Um and I remember saying to her, Well, like, why don't you just look at it like Earth is your home? You know what I mean? Like people you know, you don't have to be from a country or whatever, you know, just, just be from earth then. if, if you're, if you're having a difficulty, I know it sounds weird, but if you're having difficulty, you know, uh, associating yourself with somewhere, then if you've been all over the world, then, then earth is your home, you know, it doesn't have to be a particular country or spot or whatever. And same thing. I, I think I use the example. I'm like, if you, if you live in your house, you're not like, well, the kitchen's my home. And then when I go to the dining room, it's totally different. It's like, it's all, that's all your home, right? There's different, there's different rooms in it, you know, and earth, earth can be your home and there's different countries, you know, maybe a stupid example. But the idea was she was like, that's a really cool perspective because we were having conversations about perspectives and stuff like that. And she was just saying that she really appreciated the different perspective on it because it does kind of make you feel bigger, you know, better about it. If you see yourself as Canadian, well, I was like, the whole country is mine. I've never been to most of it, but it's my home. If I'm anywhere in Canada, I'm like, Oh, at least I'm home. So there's this, this, this mental perception that your country is yours, even though you have just a small house in it. Fuck me. I I have roommates. I have one room. One room is my home. The rest of it is communal, you know, and then there's my city and my province and all that shit. So it's, it's interesting how like, uh, your perspective can really help frame something, make you feel better. So like I said, I'm all about positivity, but, uh, I had a great conversation, uh, with them. It was, it was, it was cool. Um, Sometimes, you know, the universe puts you in the right place with the right people or whatever. Um, so it was just really enjoyable because I'm having, um, like I said, I, I'm, I'm looking for people who can help me frame what it is that I'm looking for. Um, but again, at the end of the conversation, they were sort of like in the same boat as me as like, you know, you, you chase happiness, but it's not necessarily something that, you know, you're going to get, and that's going to stay with you. Um, it's almost like a practice. I think that's what. Uh, we were talking about meditation cause I'm, I'm, I want to start meditating and that was a note that I had here for later on in the show, but, uh, I want to start meditating and I want to learn more about uh, transcendental meditation. Um, just because it's, it's, um, I, I try to meditate now and I can't stay in the headspace, but it's, you know, uh, the, the yoga instructor was saying, well, that's why it's, it's meditation too is a practice. So you just practice that and you'll get more and more mindful. You'll get more and more, you'll, you'll teach yourself to stay more in the moment and it, it will help you out with other things. I've actually got some books, uh, too, that I've had for years that I've really, I mean, I, I forgot that I had them and today I picked them up. And I was like, fuck, I should, I should get back into these where they just give you a daily meditation, something to, to go over and over with in your head. And I think that, um, you know, I might share some of them with you guys. I might not I think about like, you know, I'll, I'll post the one that I'm going to do for every day. But at the, at one point it'll be to me just posting a book online. And I don't think that the author would be very pleased with that, but maybe once I start reading it, I'll share it with you guys. Anyways, blah, blah, blah. Point is the happiness stuff I've been chatting with you guys. I actually made a joke out of it, brought it to stage and it worked a lot better than I thought. So very, very happy about that. Um, on Thursday I did my first, uh, Uber uh, shift in so, so long. I haven't driven Uber in a very, very long time. Uh, it was the crazy storm all day and I decided in the afternoon to hop in the car and take some people around and it was great. I had some nice conversations. Um, it was fun to get back into that, doing something a little bit different. I, I enjoyed it and I'm going to be doing that again. I'm going to start, uh, that was the only time I've done it this week, but uh, I'm going to get back into it. I'm going to do it again tomorrow morning. Um, but yeah, I had a great time and I'm looking forward to that. Again, I might have some fun stories for you guys. Cause I don't think I really did a whole heck of a lot of it while I was uh, recording the podcast. So, um, looking forward to that and some new stories for you guys there. And on Thursday night, I did some, uh, some background acting was, uh, was a background actor in a movie called Christmas by the book. Don't really know much about it and couldn't name any of the actors in it. Some of them have been in a lot of, uh, you know, known shows and things like that. I just, um, I'm just not familiar with them because I don't watch a lot of TV, uh, but they're all very nice. I played a cameraman in a, in a, you know, uh, TV studio. Um, and we were there all night. We were there from 7 PM till about 4 15 in the morning. I was super, super exhausted afterwards, but, uh, it was just me and about six other, uh, background actors we had dinner with the the cast and the team. A uh, good friend of mine, JJ uh, Gillanders or Gillanders. I don't know how to say it. Gillanders uh, uh, was the, uh, the first assistant director on it. So him and I shot the shit. We haven't seen each other in a while. There's apparently a really funny moment too, where uh, I don't, again, I didn't know these actors, so I didn't know, uh, you know, if they were cool or not. Cause sometimes you're working with the actors, like the, like the big names, right? Like the, the, I guess the primaries and you're, uh, I don't know if they're, you don't know if they're cool or not. In fact, at one point, uh, the, the second AD was like, don't talk to the lead. Um, <laughs> I was like, really? Like, yeah, you can't ta- You can't talk to the lead. If you talk to the lead, we're going to ask you to, to leave the set. They was this was them telling all of us like, okay. So I, I didn't until we were outside at like three in the morning freezing. In which case I was just chatting with her for a couple minutes and it, she was very, very nice. Again, don't remember her name and I'm sure she doesn't remember mine. So I don't feel too bad, but, um, yeah, I, one of the, one of the actors, uh, the guy walks into the set. So my, my particular part is I'm fixing the camera and then I turn around and I leave the set. Um, and I pass by him and every time we passed by each other, um, like he didn't say anything. Right. And apparently, but apparently this guy likes to get into character. So he'll like just randomly interact with people on his way to his mark. And one of the times I walked past him and he just taps me on the shoulder. He's like, uh, can I get a coffee? Can I just get a coffee when you get a second? I was like okay. <laughs> it's like, okay. And I thought he was just fucking around, but part of me was like, well, what if he's, what if he was serious? Cause we've done this take a few times. He said nothing and it's late and it's three o'clock in the morning. We're all pretty tired. So I thought like, well, fuck it. What if he's serious and I didn't do it? I don't want him to throw a fucking, you know, diva moment and bitch on set. Right. Like we've all heard that one, uh, uh, what's his face? Christian Bale losing his shit on a fucking director of photography. Right. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to cause any shit on this. So, uh, the craft table was like 15 feet away. And for anyone who, for anyone who's not in the biz, you know, uh, that's where like all the, the snacks and shit are in coffee filled canteens and things like that. So I just figured why gamble? If he wants a coffee, I'll get him a fucking coffee and they come back with a coffee and, uh, and one of the other assistant directors is like, what uh, what's with the coffees? And I go, I go, I don't know, fucking uh, little Billy soap opera guy. <laughs> I don't know why he looked like a soap opera actor. But I was like, the fucking soap opera actor guy he asked me, uh, you know, said, he said, hey, can I get coffee? And he goes, he's probably fucking with you. Go, yeah, that's what I thought. And he starts laughing. He goes, oh my God, that's so funny. I got to tell him. So when they cut, they go up to him and he's like, blah, blah, blah. And the, and the actor guy starts laughing so hard. He's like, hey, my man, thanks so much. That's super kind of you. I go, you know what? I didn't know if you were a bitch or not. I didn't, I didn't know if you were going to fucking complain and be a diva if I didn't get you your coffee, but you asked me. So I got it. He's like, he laughed. The director, one of the directors is laughing. I go, I don't give a fuck. Sorry. I'm eating pretzels. Being a good boy, having tiny little lower calorie snacks. I also did a shitload of walking. Today, I'll tell you about that later. But so everyone had a good laugh at my expense, which jokes on them. That's what I do. I am totally comfortable with everyone laughing at my stupidity. So, and I'm sure you guys can understand too, right? You're on a set and some actor guys like, yeah, give me a coffee. I'm going to be like, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm in this scene too. I don't give a fuck. Here's your coffee. Oh, I didn't really mean it. You motherfucker. Uh, so I drank it. Fuck em. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, I did that. I was really, really late. So of course I didn't wake up until much, much later, uh, in the day on Friday. Cause I didn't get home and to sleep till like five o'clock in the morning. So I had a tasting on Friday in Brockville. Uh, we were tasting a, uh, product called Smirnoff Ice Berry Blast. It's a, uh, canned cooler that tastes like a, uh, a blue freezy or like one of those rocket popsicles you had when you were a kid, right? The cyclones. So, mmm, mm. I'm loving the scotch. So I go there and that was the day that was super, super windy. So, uh, I made, uh, quite a lot more money, uh, doing the one in Brockville versus doing one in Ottawa. Um, so yeah, I did that. When I got to the store, they were sold out of the product. So hippity skippity. I ended up uh, getting a hold of my rep, and we just decided to sample another one of the ones out of the Smirnoff lineup. So easy peasy. But on the way home, it was when the wind was really like picking up, and I don't know how bad and and how much of Ontario got it, but uh, I was about an hour away from home uh, in Brockville, and the whole way back, there was so much construction on the four hundred one and the four uh, not really the four sixteen, but the four hundred one. There was like road pylons that were like lined up all along the sides of the road on the way down. And on the way back, they were all over the road. So it was like, and they're big, heavy fucking things. That's how bad the wind was. So it was like navigating an obstacle course. Luckily it was like, it was a Friday night and we were heading towards Ottawa at like, I don't know, 930. So... There wasn't a lot of roads on, I was able to sort of take my time and navigate around it. But when I got back, there was like trees that were knocked over. People had had lost power. Some areas of town didn't have power again until Monday or Tuesday. Sorry for all the crunching. Oh man, I'm hungry. Mm-mm-mm. It's like I'm sitting at a bar bitching at my life, bitching at bitching about my life, Just sitting and drinking a scotch, eating the fucking bar pretzels complaining, talking and wondering if anyone's really listening, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a cool drive back. Um, you know, despite all the fucking hit. Oh, and the wind was so bad. I got a little car, so it was like pushing me all over the road and stuff. Um, all in all, like it was, it was a great tasting. People in Brockville were amazing, but, uh, but a little scary with the wind, uh, Saturday all day long. I just did tastings. I had two tastings in Ottawa. One started bright and early at uh, like 11 o'clock. Where did I taste that? That's where I actually got to, I got to do the berry blast one again, but this time they actually had in stock. So that's where I got to taste it. And, uh, great time. Uh, the, the people were great. I ended up doing a second tasting, um, in the Gleeve at TD place. There's an LCVO there. Um, I went in, they had one bottle or sorry, I apologize, two bottles of the product that was supposed to taste available. So I'm like, well, that's going to suck because can't sell anything. We have nothing of, I'm going to end up using one of these bottles just to do the tasting. So what am I trying to get someone to buy the one bottle? And then, so we ended up adding another one of the the things that the company represented. We had very few of those sold out of those sold out of the other stuff, uh, was going to add some more bottles but uh we were sold out of all of them too like at this store so ended up being like me standing around just sampling one bottle of of this uh vodka that's made out of cow's milk called black cow i'll give that a free plug it's a bottle of vodka made entirely from milk so they take uh, this is my understanding is that they milk the cows they take uh just in case anyone's like how the fuck do you make it out of milk because that was the number one question i got asked well you take the curds and whey and you separate them you use the curds to make a cheese and then uh that's what they actually do this company black cow makes a cheese and then they take the whey and they make a whey beer out of it uh not one that they bottle and sell just a, a whey beer uh which is where like the whole fermentation and alcohol process and all that has, uh, happens and then of course they distill that down to the final product which is the uh the vodka so that's how you make vodka out of milk so that was interesting and that was my saturday uh sunday got up and we were going to do the writing group Writing group is going to come over and do some jokings, but, uh, but nobody showed up. Um, well, uh, one buddy listener to the podcast, Mikey was here. Um, he let me know early on that, uh, he wasn't going to be able to make it on time, um, which was fine. Appreciate the communication, but I ended up sitting at the table doing a little bit of paperwork, look up and see the time. I'm like, where the fuck is everybody? And, uh, and finally, you know, um, Mikey actually arrived, um, not his fault. He was good. He communicated, but, um, like almost two hours late and, uh, and nobody else showed. So I was just like, uh, you know what? I gotta, I gotta run some errands. Let's, uh, let's rain check this and do it another time. And Mike was great. I got the chance to catch up with Mikey a little bit, which was good, but we didn't do any writing or anything like that. Um, I ran some errands with uh, that old lady that I liked there my mom spent some time with her doing some errands. And then I went over to my folks place, um, later on that evening. So we did the errands, came home. Did a bunch of food prep and stuff like that. Got some more healthy stuff this week. And then, uh, I went over to my folks place and I played some, uh, some, uh, well, I played one game with them. I played, uh, played seven wonders. It's a game I'm playing a lot guys. And I'm really, really enjoying it. It's a fun little game. It never placed, you know, the same way twice. Um, a lot of fun, a lot of fun with that game. Um, Monday, was really unproductive like I did some food prep, but that's, but that's about it for most of the day. And then I went to my friend, uh, Aaron's house, my buddy, Aaron Guthrie. And, uh, we, uh, we played some games, him and his lovely girlfriend, Hillary. And, uh, again, it was just seven wonders had a good time. And it was funny too. Like, this is one I'm going to get into a little bit just in terms of the conversation or whatever. Um, well, you know what, I'm going to get back to that in a second because I had a good conversation with, uh, with Aaron's, uh, Aaron's girlfriend, Hillary, um, today, Tuesday, right. Always recording on Tuesday. I, uh, I did some goal setting, not a lot of it, more of just, just trying to figure out some stuff. I want to, I want to get back to the gym and I really want to learn how to, you know, uh, work the certain weights and things like that to get certain areas, uh, worked out better than others. I have no ass. I need to learn how to do like squats and stuff like that. Things that are going to, you know, pump up them glutes. Um, I'd like to do some work on my, uh, obviously midsection. That's the, my biggest area. I've got friends back when I used to work at Domino's. I probably mentioned this before that would call me pigeon. Cause they're like, you have short little legs and a big belly. You look like a pigeon. Uh, hilarious. Uh, <laughs> so I, I want to work on the midsection. So I need to learn how to do some like core stuff and whatnot. But at the same time, just some, some good old fashioned cardio is going to uh, bring it down, but the gym can be intimidating. Cause you're kind of like, okay, well, I, you know, I know how to do the treadmill and I can go for a walk on my own, but like I got a gym membership. I guess I should get myself into some of these machines and start doing them. So, um, but it can be, can be intimidating to know. Cause like you can just lift shit, but You're like, well, how many, how many reps do I do? Fuck. What is a rep? Right. You know, like, I, I mean, I, I know what these things are, but the, the level of what you know, when you go in and, and what you don't, cause it's like, you know, what's a, what's a rep, what's a set, what's a circuit. Things like that, right? And how, how much am I supposed to lift uh, to begin with or whatever, you know, just little things like that. These are things that of course, a personal trainer can, can make much easier, but they're also crazy expensive. Like you need three jobs just to pay for your fucking trainer. So I, I just had some goals about going back to the gym. I watched a couple of videos of, you know, just things for like, you know, people going to the gym for the first time and, and getting started. You know, I'm an overweight guy. I'm not trying to go in there and turn myself into a fucking minotaur. You know what I mean? Being all jacked up in the chest and shit. Like, I want to, I don't really want to be a, a jacked guy as much as I just want to be really, you know, uh, healthy, lean. You know, not, I'm, I'm not even too terribly worried about being toned. I just want to be healthy, want to lose the weight. So, what can I do? uh to make that shit happen. So set some goals for that. I got a shitload of laundry done and cleaning. Um I went out and I ran a couple errands today and I uh I went and I walked and got my dog. I did about forty, thirty, forty minute walk to my folks' place, 30, 40 minute walk back with Chase. Came back home today and uh, you know, uh, Simon was kind enough to uh you know he's got some cigars laying around from when he went to Cuba. So, uh, we smoked some cigars, uh, you know, had a beer on the back porch, uh, took chase for yet another, uh, little walk around the neighborhood. As a matter of fact, I'm looking at him right now. He's totally passed out in his bed here in the room. I was worried he might start, start barking at me because he didn't, you know, got bored or whatever, but we went for some good long ones and he's resting comfortably right now. Um, yeah, so it was a good, a good, good all around thing. Came back from a, you know, a, a walk with him around the experimental farm and, uh, podcast time. So, uh, you know, a good, a good exercise day, um, today, uh, eight good, you know, no complaints, but, uh, just like I said, I mean, that's, that's been my week. Um, I want to, I want to get more reading done. That's another thing too. Like, I think it goes back with the the mindfulness and the meditation. I just find it really hard to sit down and just read. Um, I finished my, my, uh, gunslinger book. So I was listening to the, the gunslinger, um, yesterday while well, I was doing my food prep and I finished that. So that's the second, uh, you know, uh, audio I finished now one significantly smaller than it. I think that one was seven hours long. It was like 44 hours long. Um, so, you know, I, I'm really, I'm really enjoying that. And I think I'm going to keep, keep doing that, but I do want to read. I have a lot of great books, uh, at home that I want to read. I want to get into, and I want to find a way that I can, do that. You know, I, I can read for an hour. I can set aside an hour every night and read. The problem is I lay down and start reading. And for whatever reason, as, as, as my eyes are, are sc- scanning over the page, I'm thinking about other things. So, um, and then I don't retain anything I read. So I feel like the time is wasted. I feel like it just, it's just like when I'm laying in bed with no TV or music or radio or anything like that, I just start thinking about all the the anxious stuff. So I, I want to get more reading done and I want to try to get myself to a place. So I'm going to try to find different ways to do it. I might have to read earlier in the day and actually just sit down, you know, instead of before bed too, because when you're tired, it's hard to read. But, uh, but, but more reading is definitely my thing. I do want to start doing a daily meditation and I want to learn more about transcendental meditation. I want to ask uh, you guys, if any of you are are currently meditating or doing transcendental meditation, um, I want to get back into yoga and I got to get a hold of my buddy, John, uh, at yoga town and ask him, uh, See if he'd be interested in partnering up. You know, get the get this guy back in the old uh, yoga gym, right? I'd be excited for that. Um, But I'm going to talk now about uh, about the conversation that I had with Hillary, and I'll tell you guys a funny story too. At least it was funny when I told them. Um, but after the uh, board games, Hillary's like, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta go to bed or whatever. You know, I'm I'm, I'm really tired, or whatever." And and, and she asked uh, Aaron, she's like, "So, um." What flavor or whatever did you want in the, uh, the thing? And he goes, ah, more of the same. And he started telling me that they've got like a, I guess a diffuser or whatever in their bedroom. And, uh, and he was feeling really congested and stuff like that. And, um, you know, she went online and looked up some different things that she could put in the diffuser to, uh, you know, make him feel better or whatever. And they found like peppermint, um, and some other things. And so she did that. She put them in. He's like, "And, and surprisingly I started to feel better like right away. And he's like, and, uh, and I'm always skeptical of those things, you know, like these, you know, go online and these new age trends and this and that. And it got him and I talking about it. And Hillary actually came back out and joined us because she was saying how like she, she makes her own like uh, skincare stuff. I, I, like, it sounds like she has a line. She doesn't, she just, she just basically Googled like her skin type and she makes like, was it frankincense that she mentioned? She's saying how she uses like olive oil and like frankincense and lavender and like makes like a facial you know wash or scrub or moisturizer and i was like really she's like showing it to me and i was like that's that's crazy she's like yeah you can just go online and, and sort of figure out what your skincare thing is and then what your skin type and i'm like oh like just the idea of that like drives me at the wall because well. what i was trying to say to aaron is like you know he he was saying I'm, I'm always skeptical of that stuff and i go i am too you know just i think as guys The thing is we see so many different things that are supposed to like reverse the aging effects and, and, you know, do this and do that. And it's going to, this is going to moisturize your face and this is going to keep your, and like, none of that shit seems to work seems. Cause I'm like, if you could just, you know, take this and it makes your fucking face better at like, you know, 20 bucks a bottle or some shit, there wouldn't be people doing plastic surgery for thousands of dollars in Hollywood to get rid of lines and stuff in their face. Right. They'd just be using these magical creams that just work. Right. And we all know that for the most part, they're like, well, not everything works for everybody. I'm like, you know what? I don't see anybody who who it's working for, you know, Oh, look how young they look because of this one, you know, these, these creams. I don't know. I find the whole beauty thing is really difficult. Um, uh, the, the story that I want to tell you guys, like, like, like you said, I, 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 I'm skeptical of all those things because I don't believe anything. There's no, there's no fucking pill that's going to make you lose weight. You know, Oh, you just take this pill when you eat and it burns all the fat and you're in three weeks, your belly fat's all gone. It's all bullshit. Man, you know, and if it was true, some big company would buy it. It would be part of a thousand dollar treatment that they, they do in in clinics. Like it's not, (coughs) you are not going to find anything for 29 99 on the fucking shopping network. That's going to solve a problem. It's bullshit. It's all fucking bullshit. Not overly positive on me, but, 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 you know, come at me if I'm fucking wrong. Tell me something that's, that's dirt cheap that fucking solves all your problems. A product. Obviously, there's natural shit that does good things for you, but I'm just saying, I don't believe in these products that solve problems for fucking, you know, twenty nine ninety nine. Where when there's currently thousands of dollars of treatments out there for it. If these products did it, no one would buy those treatments. They don't do it. So, anyways, we we're chatting, and um, I remember, I'll tell you guys this story. I thought it was kind of fun. I was telling them last night, and they were laughing their asses off. But I was telling this time, <clears throat> years ago, and I'm going to apologize to the person who's in, who's in the story. Um, in case I shouldn't have said it, but, um, my heart's in the right place. I, I and I hope they know that, but, um, years ago, um, I was on the road, I was in Windsor and, um, I remember, I think, I, I think it was not long after crystal turned, uh, turned 30. Um, I could be wrong, but I remember like she had like, to me, I I never noticed it. I really didn't notice it. And I hope, I hope there's guys out there who are in the same boat. Um, I never noticed any of her, you know, if there was, if there was lines in her face or anything like that, like I never noticed, like I, I can say with full confidence that I love that woman. I still think Crystal's one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, I, I, I guess I'm I'm trying to think of what, what to say. Not that it's not there in my heart, but it's just, I'm kind of like, why am I praising? I guess my concern is like, it sounds like I'm going crazy over my ex. But what I'm trying to say is I I do think that she's one of the most beautiful women I've ever met in my life. And, you know, we've known each other since we were 12. And it's kind of funny because I look at her and I still see the same young person. I don't, I don't see the aging and stuff like that. And I mean that, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And I hope that there's a lot of guys out there. Like if you've been with your partner for years that you just don't see the aging it's you know what and and we all have shit about ourselves that we're not happy about but you know i i never i never saw anything i never saw flaws or imperfections or anything like that but we all we all get insecure about ourselves and i remember there was a period where she was i guess she was getting lines around her eyes or something like that that she wasn't was really not happy with um and you know i i just i i i felt bad that she didn't feel you know uh well whatever fuck we all we all age we all feel shit about ourselves. Anyways, the point is is that I was in Windsor and um I was fucking around this mall and I saw I saw a body shop and I went in there and I was like, you know, hey, um just out of curiosity, I was like, do you guys have anything for like you know, line, like, like, like crow's feet or whatever the fuck it's called. Like just lines around your eyes. You guys have any like moisturizers or oils or anything like that, that helps like, you know, soften those or get rid of them or anything like that. And they're like, Oh yeah, absolutely. And they started, and I go, well, well, hold on a second. I go, just, I go, I'm, I'm, I want to get this from my girlfriend. I go, she's, she's kind of feeling down about, about the lines, whatever I go. I don't see them. I don't notice them. You know what I mean? But she's concerned about them. So my thought is I don't want to get her something that doesn't fucking work. I go, if you guys are going to, I go, you guys going to sell me a $50 little bottle of drops or whatever. I don't, I'll pay for it, but just, but tell me it's going to fucking work. Like let it work. Don't sell me a fucking snake oil or whatever bullshit, you know, just, just, you know, if it works, it works great, you know, and I'll, and I'll get it you know, I just don't, don't sell me some bullshit fucking moisturizer. It's not going to do a goddamn thing. You know, I don't want to break her heart. I want to be like, Hey, look, I, and here's something for the lines. And then it doesn't work. And then it breaks her fucking heart or whatever. You know, I'm like, I don't, I'm not trying to make her feel worse. And then like, of course, in that, in that conversation with them and myself, you know, they're like, yeah, yeah, we know no, this, this stuff helps. And it's really blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay. And at the same time, I'm like, I can't come back with like a, a product line for like wrinkles. Cause I'm like, well, what am I going to do? I'm going to give that to my girlfriend. Like here, honey, look, I bought you anti-wrinkle shit. Cause I'm like, that's probably going to make her feel worse about it. Like I was out going like, oh, your wrinkles suck. Here you go. i got you something to fucking get rid of them. So in my head, I'm like, fuck, now I got to buy a bunch of other stuff to like subterfuge and camouflage the real gift, which is right. And like I said, I didn't give a fuck about the lines. I never noticed them, but I'm like, if this is going to make you feel better, then, then I love you. And here's something for you. And here I am at the body shop. i like, like, buying lip balms and, and creams and hand creams. And all. I was all happy to get them for it. It's not like I bought garbage, but it was just one of those, like, I didn't, I didn't want to be like, Hey, here's a gift for your wrinkles and, and make her feel like I, you know, they were an issue for me, which they weren't. It was just one of those, like, I, I want you to feel better. You know, I don't like to see you sad. So here's something that I hope will make you feel better. And, um, uh, and she was super psyched to get it. Like I even made them give me like, there's, I guess in the body shop, they had these like really cool wicker basket, like with like braided straps on them and a big wooden thing. And it's just a shopping, but we were like building this gift back. I go, you guys have to give me this, this basket. I'm like, please let me have one of these baskets. And they were like, okay. So they let me have like, God knows how much it are super nice. I guarantee it would have cost like the kind of thing that would cost like 50 bucks on home cents or whatever. So I spent like, I, I remember spending like several hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm just trying to like get all these nice things and, and whatever. And I'm happy to do it, happy to do it. But it was just one of those, like, I thought it was funny because Aaron and I were, you know, Aaron, and I and Hillary were talking about the, you know, these beauty products and these things like that and how we're skeptical because some work and some don't and all that. And it just reminded me of that story. And I thought it was just so, it's so fucking classic me in the sense that like I overthink everything and I'm never confident in in my, you know, in how something I do is going to come across, So like I said, just the fact that I was buying a bunch of other stuff to like camouflage the real gift of like the anti-wrinkle stuff. I don't know. It's fucking stupid. I hope you guys got to laugh at how dumb that is. Like, have you ever had to do that? I'm sure, uh, you know, there's a lot of women who complain that their guys don't do anything nice at all. So who knows? But um, I just found it particularly funny that I was like, here's a gift. And I go, but I can't just give this gift (laughs) because the gift can be taken the wrong way. So how do I camouflage the gift? So that I can give it to her, without it making her feel like I'm somehow not okay with her appearance, I'm a fucking idiot. I think, hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe next week I'll tell that fucking story on stage. See how stupid I am. Anyways, that was my that was my week, guys. I had a good week. I had a a lot of fun. Drove some Uber, did some acting, did some tastings, worked at the hot tub place, right? Set some goals, did some food prep, played some games. Happy, happy guy. Had a happy week. It's fleeting. You know, it's not going to stay, but, uh, but I had a good week. And despite the fact that the theme of the week was questioning happiness, I had a happy week. Maybe that's the key to happiness is to not believe in it. You know, maybe it's like, uh, maybe it's like a cat, you know, you gotta be like, ah, fuck you. I'm not interested in you. And then it goes, uh, Hey, what's going on? Right. Or like a chick. You got to play hard to get. I don't want you. Well, I want you. I don't care. And as soon as you want them, they run the other way. So maybe the key to happiness is to not wanting to be happy. <laughs> that doesn't sound very uh, efficient, but hey, fuck it. So that was my week, guys. Still working on creating a gym routine, daily meditation, getting Uber back in my thing. You know, having a good time. I uh, I'm watching New Girl. It's a stupid show, but I like it. I, uh, I fall asleep to that show almost every every day. And uh, the other night I, I finished season one of I'm Dying Up Here again. I've mentioned it before. I'm Dying Up Here is one of the greatest representations of, of stand-up comedy and how it is. I'd be interested to see what they could do in, on season two because they kind of sum everything up. Not the story, but just the kind of like all the points of comedy and, and things like that. They sort of give you a good idea, but I'm, I'm more than happy to, to... They keep making it. I'll keep watching it. If there's an episode of season two available on Crave TV, I'm going to watch that. So, fun stuff. And... How how do I follow that beauty conversation? As always, guys, it's time to get to my uh, my sponsors at portablepress.com. Uncle John's Bathroom Readers. And uh, you know, I didn't really know what uh, what theme I would be looking for in articles in this until I uh, had that conversation about beauty products and looking your best and whatnot, and I picked up the book, How to Fight a Bear and Win, and 72 other real survival tips we hope you'll never need. Great book, lots of great questions in it, and in this survival book, one of the questions was how to look your best out there, right? One of the things, how to look your best out there. So, you're ever trapped in a survival situation, guess what? There are natural, right? We're talking about natural, oh man, am I ever good at segues. We are talking about a natural, natural way to look good right? No products out there. So the article is called how to look your best out there and it starts ignoring primping and pampering because you're too busy struggling to find food and shelter. Here's how to look your best when that hunky rescue crew arrives. Skincare. Needless to say, you're not going to find any bottles of Clinique intense skin fortifying hydrator out there to help keep your skin looking and feeling fantastic. The best thing you can do is stay out of the sun as much as possible. A bad burn is not going to do you any favors. If you're heading into a desert region. Uh, you're going to need to make some wilderness suntan lotion to cover up any exposed skin. If you have access to water, mix it with soil and make some muddy sunblock. The alkaline dust that covers many places, sorry, playas and deserts in the U.S. will help protect your skin from the sun, but it will also suck moisture out of it like a sponge. If you can bring along or locate some aloe vera plants and use the gel-like substance in their leaves to soothe any dry spots. Witch hazel, jellyweed, and chickweed will also work as natural substitutes for your favorite moisturizer back home. A beautiful smile. Even if you're planning to be rescued within a week or two, don't forget to brush your teeth. Only a few days of plaque buildup can leave your teeth looking like a jack-o'-lantern. Sorry, what does it say? Only a few days. Oh yeah, of course, I got that. Fuck, I read that right. I nailed it. Only a few days of plaque buildup can leave your teeth looking like a jack-o'-lantern. Um, if you've left your electric toothbrush or dental floss at home, don't worry. Makeshift toothpicks made out of bits of birch can work wonders. Table salt and baking soda, if you have them, can be used as toothpaste in a pinch, but don't be afraid to scrape your teeth with fingernails if all else fails. Clean them first, of course, and after. Wilderness survival types also say that you can use charcoal from a campfire to clean your teeth. While it might taste even worse than that weird organic toothpaste from the health food store, grind the charcoal into dust, wipe it against your teeth, and let its corrosiveness wipe away all that pesky gunk. Another tip, rinse your mouth with water after every meal. Wilderness makeup. Oh boy. Here you go, ladies. Eyeshadow. While you may have heard that eyeliner is made out of bat guano, don't go stomping off into any caves in search of some. Why? Because it's a widespread myth that could live. Uh, sorry, could give you a nasty bacterial infection. Instead, try soot, which can also work as a substitute for eyeshadow. Ancient Egyptians used coal, K-O-H-L, uh, a substance made out of lead and some other ingredients, but all that could be hard to come by in the great outdoors. Lipstick. Queen Elizabeth, a popularized, sorry, Queen Elizabeth I, popularized lipstick in England, and in the 16th century it was made out of beeswax and crushed wild berries. You should be able to whip some up without too much trouble, aside from a dozen or so bee stings. Blush. Try drying any leftover berries, crushing them, and mixing them with a bit of dry dirt for rouge. In a pinch, you could always pinch your cheeks to help them look their rosiest too. It's a trick that has worked for ladies of the night for centuries. Your hair out there. As any dog will tell you, hair can can and will attract fleas, not to mention bacteria and parasites. If it seems like your rescuers may be a while, trim your hair down to at least shoulder length. Keeping your hair combed and as clean as possible will help you look and feel fabulous. If you don't have any herbal essences laying around, whip up some wilderness shampoo. If you're in an arid or desert area, dig up a small to medium-sized yucca plant, shake off the dirt, and chop the roots into small pieces. Then pound them into a pulp. When the color turns from white to light amber, you're good to go. And that, my friends, is Uncle John's Bathroom Reader, How to Fight a Bear and Win, and 72 other survival tips we hope you'll never need. How to Look Your Best was the article we listened to, guys. Um, Thank you for the inspiration uh hillary with all of the uh fancy schmancy uh, makeup and skin stuff talk that we had um and of course now i'm always going to throw it over to my next sponsor the good people uh, good people to uh, absolute comedy absolute comedy is the best live stand-up comedy from across north america with locations in kingston toronto and ottawa ontario These comedians have been featured on Just For Laughs, Netflix, Comedy Central, CBC's The Debaters, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Conan, The Comedy Network, and much, much more. Go to absolutecomedy.ca to see this week's lineup. Planning a night out is easy with dinner and show packages available at all locations. Live comedy is a great choice if you're organizing a celebration, fundraiser, company outing, or corporate event. Want the show brought to you? They'll send comedians to your venue with performances tailored to your event creating a night of laughs your guests will love and won't soon forget. So for showtimes, ticket prices, gift certificates, special shows, and more, head to AbsoluteComedy.ca. Again, that's AbsoluteComedy.ca for the best live stand-up comedy from across North America. The sun gives life to the orchard. The orchard gives life to the apple. The apple gives life to Summerspeed. Summersbee is a delicious sweet taste of sunshine imported across the ocean all the way from Denmark. The people in Denmark are smarter, and so are you if you drink Summersbee. <laughs> With flavors like apple, blackberry, pear, elderflower lime, red rhubarb, and a taste as regal as this fake accent, there's something for everyone to enjoy. And now, you can try them all in the Summersby Mixer Pack, available wherever fine beverages are sold. So go on and try for yourself the crisp, refreshing taste of Summersby. Ah, your taste buds deserve it. Please drink resplendently. Oh, and still no news on Summersby Watermelon. Um, very excited to try it, but, uh, but no idea when it's coming out yet. I will see Petter sometime this week. And, uh, and see if I can uh, squeeze any info out of them as to when that's going to be happening. But, uh, spending all this time in the LCBOs, I'm seeing lots of people leaving the store with summer's Bee. very, 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 very popular product. If you haven't had a chance to try it out yet, uh, haven't had a chance. Bullshit. You guys have been listening to me for, for one week shy of a year. All right. You've had lots of opportunities, lots of, squeeze out of the house, buy a couple cans, go back and enjoy them while you're doing whatever it is. Keeping you too busy to get out of the goddamn house. Try some summers, week, guys, it's great. And who else, who else, Hmm. who else have I not talked about? Of course, my partners at Dorling Kindersley, DK books. Um, I have not with everything that I was doing. I did not read a book this week and I am not going to half-ass a review on a book I have not read. So as always, I encourage you guys to check out DK's website and see what's out there. I will be posting something about a series that I, uh, they've sent me a couple books for recently that I will be reading next. I believe, um, there's also a great yoga book that they sent me, so I, I will either read the yoga book or I will read one from the series that's called uh, How It Works and... There's so many great books in that. I'm going to post something on social media that just sort of shows the entire lineup. They've got a a series of books called, like I said, How It Works. There's one called How Business Works, How Science Works, How Money Works, How Food Works, How the Body Works. And uh, as always, beautiful, beautiful imagery mixed in with great information, making for some awesome infotainment books. And uh, I encourage you guys to take a look at that series, How It Works. Uh, Take a look at the picture that I post on social media, and you'll see uh, all the different books available in that series. And there's always more of them coming down the pipeline. So I'm very excited to get that series, uh, read and, uh, and I'll have one of them read for you guys soon and be able to share my review with it. But you know, you don't need my fucking review just a heads up again. I get very crass when I'm promoting DK because I love them very much that, uh, you shouldn't be waiting until I do it. If I say, Hey guys, this is out there. And if it brings up the slightest bit of interest to you, go and, uh, go and get it, go and get the goddamn good books. They're really good books. Um, so have a peek at them. Um, DK has got all sorts of fun stuff coming out to, uh, this month for, uh, the, uh, Han Solo movie. Uh, so if you're a big Star Wars fan, definitely take a look at the different books that they have on that. Um, but as always just, uh, DK.com slash CA, and you'll be able to see all the different books that they have available. It's tons and tons of cool stuff, especially for summertime and outdoors. So, uh, there you have it guys, my sponsors coming up this week. Um, I, uh, I'm going to be driving Uber tomorrow morning and I'm visiting a uh, brewery in Ottawa tomorrow where, uh, they're going to be considering doing, uh, some, some regular comedy. So I'm very excited to go check that out with my buddy, Jason, uh, not Jason from absolute comedy, but, uh, but my buddy, Jason Daly, going to go check out that brewery for the space, uh, hopefully taste some of the beer that they got going. Um, I've got tastings coming up this week on, uh, on Thursday and Saturday or sorry, not Saturday. I apologize. Uh, I think I've got a tasting this week, just the one on, uh, on Tuesday or sorry, Thursday. So that's gonna be fun. Friday, every morning for the rest of the week, I hope to be doing some Uber driving. So just go out, earn some money that way, get myself back into the habit of getting up early and doing some Uber stuff. I also still have to finish my 2017 taxes. I missed the deadline. So, uh, as long as I keep chipping away at that Saturday, I'm spending time, uh, with crystal crystal has been very, um, very, uh, encouraging of all of my, my goals and my, my, my fitness and my health and stuff like that. And, um, you know, we've, we spent some time, like basically we've gone for some walks and, and hikes and things like that. So we're going to go for a hike on, uh, on Saturday, it's her birthday coming up the following weekend. Um, but since, uh, since she's not around, she's got plans. Um, we are going to spend some time uh, on that day. So we're going for a hike in Gatineau and have some tea and have some, uh, some dinner, all that stuff in the, the Gatineau Hills, um, which is exciting. They got like a cool little community out there. So not to get, you know, too, uh, too personal with what we're doing. Um, just in the sense that, you know, like, again, I, I don't mind talking about, you know, my plans and stuff like that, but, um, just try to be respectful, um, you know, she's mentioned in the past that, that, uh, she's definitely, she's super supportive of the podcast, but when we were together, she was just saying that, you know, it's, uh, it's nice to have a few things that we can do that are just, you know, personal. So, um, if any of it seems weird with what I'm saying, I'm just trying to, uh, to be a little respectful of, of her wishes, which is, uh, which is groovy. And again, for everyone who's, you know, people think, you know, uh, back and forth, we're, we're just friends, you know, but it's cool. Um, it's cool. Like I said, you know, we, we broke up on good terms. Um, and it's nice to, uh, it's nice to have her in my life because she does know a lot about me. She is a good friend and, um, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of cool that we can support each other in our, in our goals, you know, cause we're both trying to, to, you know, develop better, you know, personally, just trying to be better people overall. So, um, yeah, I'm, lo- I'm really looking forward to that. I really am. Uh, Sunday is mother's day. So I'm going to take my mom out for lunch or something like that. And then guys, this is an interesting uh, little piece of information for you. My mom is going to do a bonus episode of the podcast with me. So we were going to record that on Sunday so for anyone who might be the slightest bit interest, the wacky lady who brought me into this world and, uh, she's got a great sense of humor and she's super crazy. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to, I guess, interview her or chat with her. And I definitely invite you guys to ask my mom any questions you may want, any questions. She's got a great sense of humor. She's got a filthy sense of humor. Um, she's super easygoing. So feel free to send questions to contact at onemanpodcast.com. Whatever you want to ask, I will ask her, um, but it'd almost be one of those, like, be careful because she'll fucking answer you. You know, she's not going to get mad or anything, but she's just going to, she's got some goofy sense of humor, too. Anyways, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It'll be fun to have, uh, kind of like a little, little special thing for the one-year anniversary, too, that you guys will have a bonus episode with that goofy bitch, so... <laughs> That's going to be uh, on Sunday. And then just going into early next week, just more, uh, more Uber driving, more going to the gym, more doing taxes stuff. So that's all I got going on guys. And look, it's all, it's just under the hour mark. You know, there's no emails this week because nobody wants to talk to me and that's fine. I'm not, uh, That's nothing new. Um, contact the one man podcast.com though. If you do. You know, um, I also want to say that for the one year anniversary of the podcast, I was kind of hoping to have some, some sort of big special, you know, something fun and exciting. But to be honest with you, um, I've been really busy lately and my creativity is a little sapped. So I was sort of hoping, uh, I did a Facebook live video earlier today. So if you're, you know, if you're friends with me on Facebook or anything like that, feel free to watch that. I get into a lot of different things that I had thought of. Um, but I'm open to ideas, you know, if, if, if you guys think something fun for the podcast, more or less like an experience, something I can go out and do and then tell you guys about for the podcast. Do you know what I mean? Um, I think it'll be fun to bring up some podcast facts. I'll get some facts for you guys, some fun little trivia about the podcast in the year that it's been out and, um, uh, and go from there. So, um, as always guys we're uh, you know, I want to thank my, my, my sponsors portablepress.com guys, uh, check out their, their stuff online. Check out absolutecomedy.ca. They're in Ottawa, Kingston, and Toronto. You can see what shows are coming out and definitely come check out a show. Uh, thank you always to my sponsors, uh, at, uh, at Summersby appreciate them. And of course, DK guys, DK.com slash CA. You'll be able to go to the, the Canadian website and get some stuff. If you're in the States, DK.com. So Thank you everyone. And of course, one last time, guys, we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Um, if you're not already following or or like the page or any of that shit, subscribe, go, go check it out. It helps immensely. I do try to push little extra bits of content out there for, for people on those pages. Um, and I, I always appreciate you guys being there. So as always, I hope that you have an absolutely fantastic week. Thanks for spending the time with me, sitting around, listening, being a part of my life, listening to the ups and downs. You know, that's uh, that uh, makes me happy for as long as that lasts. I'll talk to you next week, guys, for the one-year anniversary episode. Thanks for listening. I love you guys.